This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Granite Transformations. Done in a day. Beautiful for life. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. It is such a beautiful day. You need to celebrate it with some barbecue. It is barbecue weather. Whether you prepare it at home or you want to try one of Atlanta's newest hot spots for some smoky meats. Now, my guest this hour is Chef Drew Kirkland and his wife, Roma, from 521 Kitchen and Q on Rawlsville Road inside the perimeter. Now, Chef Drew... What sets your barbecue restaurant, 521 Kitchen and Q, apart from the hundreds of barbecue restaurants we have around the city? Well, I mean, I think uh, one of the things that sets us apart is that we try to make sure that all of our food and all of our flavors are as close to what the food should taste like. We try not to mask anything. We try not to cover anything up with other flavors. We serve all of our barbecue without sauce on it. We feel that our meat itself can stand alone. Um, we try to make sure that we use all natural ingredients. We use certified Angus beef. We use all natural hormone-free chicken. We take the extra steps and the extra pride. We make everything fresh in-house. Um, we don't buy our products out. We use our chef knives to actually cut our products up, not open boxes. Wow. Um, we, we take pride in our food. And and it shows. I had dinner there last, oh, well, this past Thursday night, and it really, uh, the the extra time and care that you take and, and your buying of where you're buying your meats and the preparation totally comes through in the taste. Well, thank you. Um, you know, I wouldn't have ordered, say, um, the chicken wings, but... Your chicken wings are unlike any chicken wings I've ever tasted. Now, I want you to tell me what's different about those. So the way that we do our chicken wings is we use our signature rub on it, which is very limited on our spices. Again, we try to make sure that the chicken is the main star in that. But we give it a light smoke over hickory first, and then we finish them in the fryer. So it makes it reminiscent of a traditional hot wing where you have that crispy outside, but it has that really good deep smoke flavor to it. So would that be hard for somebody to replicate at home? It wouldn't be hard at all if you are familiar with doing deep frying at home. Okay. Um, If you have the proper equipment and setup for it, it's something that's very simple. You can use a standard at-home grill that you can modify into a smoker if you don't already have a a smaller at-home smoker on site. Now, see, that's what I want to take advantage of your knowledge as a chef and your love of Southern food and your mastery of barbecue for our listeners today, for them to be able to call in if they have questions about um, grilling and barbecuing and taking advantage of the great weather that's that's heading our way uh, here in the in the South and Atlanta as we head into Labor Day and on into fall. I mean, this is perfect grilling time and smoking time. Um, 404-872-0750 is our number. 404-872-0750. I mean, as I said earlier before we went on the air, 
I don't have the patience for smoking uh, uh, meat uh, or anything else. Uh, I don't I don't have the patience. If it's going to take longer than an hour, I'm just going to drive my little happy pants to your your restaurant and buy and bring it home. Um, if I have to go out and keep uh, maybe checking it and checking the flame and checking the charcoal and the wood and this or that or basting, forget it. But I do appreciate those who have taken it to the next level and made an art out of it. I know there's a barbecue festival at Atlantic Station going uh, going on right now, our barbecue competition. I broadcast from that last year. It was amazing. And those are some fierce uh, competitors that compete with barbecue and uh, from all different competitions and levels. So there is a lot that goes into it. It's almost a science. It is. Barbecue has been described as a labor of love, and it really, really is. It's not something that you can just do very quickly. It's not something that you just decide at the spur of the moment, oh, I think I'm going to go smoke a pork butt tonight, right. or I want to go get that brisket from the store. You dedicate your time to it. You make sure that you have a game plan. This is usually something that for the at-home cooks or the, at, uh, the backyard barbecuers, they like to plan ahead. They like to make sure that they have invited who they want to invite, that they have got everything set up, that they have their wood, that it's ready to go, it's been seasoned. It, there's many, many steps to it that the at-home barbecue cook enjoys taking. Now, you know, that that's where I fall short is the, the pre-prep and the planning ahead. But um, I did a little research, and at-home barbecuing did not take place until after World War II. Uh, before that, at-home barbecuing was only when you were camping or picnicking. So after World War II, when families started moving out into the sub suburbs, that's when grilling and barbecuing really became popular. So, um, you know, this is this is something, you know, the in the 50s that we started really uh, taken to the grill and then it just exploded and so uh, I saw in your restaurant and the right by the front door you had a big green egg just flaming well not flaming but smoking away yes we have our uh, big green egg that we keep on our patio we do uh, some of our smaller cuts of meat on it we do more of our specials uh, today actually we have our uh, beef short rib uh, that was I put on right before I left so we'll have that for dinner tonight um, it's the big green egg is a great at home barbecue tool it's a grill it's an oven it's a smoker it's just about anything that you want it to be um they work really well they hold their temperature amazingly they heat up in under 30 minutes you're not going to find probably a better smoker out there than the big green egg okay so that's uh, uh is it called a komodo style grilling yes. that actually came from japan the the design of it did. The Big Green Egg is manufactured in the United States and was made by a company in the United States. But the the style of it, that design, it helps retain the heat. It helps the airflow throughout it for the smoke to be able to make sure that you don't have any hot spots on your grill. So it's it, and you like to smoke with hickory. We use hickory mainly at the restaurant. Um, we will use some fruit woods every so often if we're doing a special or something that we want to try to get a different flavor on. Um, you know, oak is also a very good wood to use. Uh, a lot of people use that more for seafoods. Um, it's a little bit lighter of a smoke, so it's not going to come across as heavy. 
Um, in the south, we don't really go into the mesquite woods that you see more in the Texas area and even partially into Kansas City. That mesquite is a very, very heavy flavor. It's uh, prominent. So if you are going to use mesquite, just remember that use it in smaller quantities because it will overpower sometimes if you use too much of it. Okay. Um, do you ever use liquid smoke in your smoking? I'm going to answer this as politely as I can. No. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a bi- is that a big no-no? It is if you are not wanting to take quick steps. Um, we have smokers. We use you know, hickory wood, so we don't need to rely on a, a fabricated flavor to be able to add to enhance to either our barbecue sauces or any of our meats. The at-home cook, if you are wanting to, if you don't have a smoker and you don't have the ability to, liquid smoke is good if you want to possibly braise your pork butter, braise your brisket, and you want to try to get some of that wood flavor on there. Liquid smoke can be used for that, but you want to be very, very, very careful with it. It's potent. Does it have a, a true smoke taste or does it have a, a bitter taste to it? It's it's slightly more bitter because it's just, it's concentrated. So if you actually have a smoker at home, you can make your own liquid smoke. All it is is mainly just water that they have smoked. So the water itself picks up all of that heavy smoke flavor. Um, so it, it's an easy way to do it at home. That way, if you don't want to light up the grill, but you want to get some of that same flavor, you can use you can save the pan drippings from anything that you smoked before, or you can just put a small pan with some water on there, and it will pick up a smoke flavor. And you can use that to season your sauces or season anything else that you're wanting to put the smoke flavor on. I had no idea. Wow. Okay. It is 16 minutes after 2 o'clock, 85 degrees. We are talking barbecue with the owner of 521 Kitchen and Q, one of Atlanta's new great barbecue restaurants inside the perimeter. And his wife, Roma, is here. Now, Roma, you were uh, working it the other night. So are you uh, front of the house? Are you man in the smoker? What? What are you doing at the restaurant? I'm pretty much anything outside of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We have such different backgrounds, and he's the culinary side. I'm the complete opposite. I'm, I've got a corporate background, so for me, it's just you know managing the business as best as I can. Now, tell me, um, 521 Kitchen and Q, that's kind of a different name for a barbecue restaurant. Is there some type of significance to the numbers? What's What's it? mean what's the story those are lucky numbers for us and we wanted to sort of put something that was special to us without being so out there and in your face without using our names Um, and the kitchen and queue is really we wanted to make sure that people realize we're so much more than barbecue as you saw from our menu yes Um, we've got southern food we've got salads that are are probably some of our best-selling items um, and a lot of vegetarian options just things you don't normally see in a barbecue restaurant And, folks, we want you to give us a call. We're going to talk about the menu in depth because they're not just a barbecue restaurant. Um, You'll be a you can go to this barbecue restaurant and be a happy vegetarian, too. And we'll tell you more about that. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5. And And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. I so wish y'all were in the studio with me because I just am chowing down on the best ribs ever i mean the the i don't know what you call it the official term chef drew the the char on the outside of the ribs it's referred to as the bark oh the bark 
The bark on the outside of the ribs, tremendous. We're speaking with Chef Drew and his wife, Roma, from the uh, new restaurant uh, that's uh, hit Atlanta, 521 Kitchen and Q. It's uh, on Rawlsville Road, uh, inside the perimeter near Chastain Park. Correct. And uh, Ace Hardware and uh, Fresh Fresh Market. Market. Yeah. Great. So, folks, if you have a barbecue question, please, let's pick his brain. 404-872-0750. And uh, can I persuade you to give away a $25 gift certificate to a listener? I think we could easily do that. Okay. All right. Crystal, how about uh, the third caller to our contest line of 404-741-0750. That's 404-741-0750. Let's give them $25. Sounds good. All right. $25 gift certificate to 521 Kitchen and Q. So you can go try it out and see what I mean about their ribs, their smoked chicken, um, their brisket. Um, But listen, if you're a vegetarian... Got that covered, too. So talk about that a little bit. So when we decided to open the restaurant, we wanted to make sure that we had more offerings than just our barbecued meats. So we we looked at it and we, we picked our brains and said, well, how can we take some southern food that is traditionally known to be you know, meat-heavy or meat-centric and kind of change it up a little bit? So we decided that we wanted to do a uh, black IP burger. Um, we use brown rice, black eyed peas. We take uh, some of our... Uh, fresh yellow onions and we smoke those and then we mix those into the patty also so that way you kind of get that barbecue feel that barbecue taste but it is completely vegetarian um it comes with a smoked tomato aioli sauce on it so it is overall you still get that that backyard barbecue taste that grilled taste but it is completely vegetarian we also have a good number of gluten-free options that we found in the neighborhood and for our clientele everyone is looking for something different usually when you go out in a group and barbecue is usually one of those places that the group will say no to because if there's one or two vegetarians or one or two gluten-free people they have a hard time finding food and not everybody's always just looking for well here's two sides that don't have bacon in right. them or don't have meat in them so we wanted to make sure that we were approachable for everybody well you certainly are but something that uh you do at 521 kitchen and Q that i'm reading here is that um Oh, I'm, I just wanted to tease you. So uh, I want to share something with you about how they do the meat that's going to blow your mind. So we'll talk about that right after the break. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Granite Transformations. Done in a day beautiful for life. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Like I said, beautiful day outside. You should be barbecuing. And if you have questions about how to do that, you need to ask my guest. We have Chef Drew and his wife, Roma, with 521 Kitchen and Q, a new barbecue restaurant on Rawlsville Road inside the perimeter around the Chastain Park area. And give us a call, 404-872-0750. That's 404 872 
150 if you're trying to do things on your smoker or your grill and it's just not working out you're not getting the flavor or the smoke ring or the bark that you want you can ask chef drew and he can uh, figure that out for you so there's couple things that I really want to let you guys know about 521 is they do their meat fresh every day. They hold no meat over. Is that right, Chef? I mean, that just blows my mind for a barbecue restaurant to everything, my ribs, my uh, brisket, my smoked chicken, everything you've, you know, if my ribs uh, didn't sell yesterday, these are, this is a whole new rack of smoked ribs. What we try to do is we cook our, we, we plan our days and we cook in limited quantities. So we look at our past history, we look at what we think we're going to sell, we look at what we want to push for the day. And we smoke accordingly to that. So what we do is if we end up having some things left over, we try to find ways to repurpose them. We'll make Brunswick stew with them. We'll put them into our uh, smoky baked beans or into our cola braised collards. Um, you know, with that being said, there are times that if we're busier for lunch than we thought that we were going to be or if we got an early dinner pop, we are going to occasionally run out of our one of our meats. Um, you know, we try to ask everyone's patience on that because we look at it as we would much rather serve you fresh quality than serve you something that's been sitting in our walk-in cooler for a day or two right. days. Um, you know, we, again, always fresh, always quality is kind of our talking points and what we like to put out there is we, we take pride in what we do. This is not something that we just said, hey, let's open a restaurant and do something really fast and really quick. We you know, put the time and we put the research in and we want to make sure that we're serving our guests the best food that we can. And it shows. Okay, Chef Drew, let's go to the phones. We have Keith and Austell. Keith, you're on the radio, WSB. How are you today? I'm doing fine, thank you. Good. What's your question for Chef Drew? Chef Drew, I love to cook ribeye steaks on my gas grill, and I know there's several different ways of cooking them, but uh, do you recommend high temperatures fast or low temperatures long time? I like a kind of a crusty outside and of course tender and pink on the inside so what's your recommendation for ribeyes if you're doing them on more of like a, a cowboy cut where it has the bone in it and it's going right. to be a little bit thicker are you looking probably about uh three quarters of an inch thick for your steak about an inch yes yes all right i would recommend that you do extremely high heat make sure that you put your salt rub on the meat i would say probably about eight to 12 minutes beforehand so you can try to get some of that extra moisture off the top of it if there's any moisture left on the top of the steak it's not going to char up as best as you want um if you're really looking to get like a good sear all the way across use a cast iron pan instead of using your just grill grates because okay. the, the cast iron pan will sear the meat all the way over. So you'll get a very good heavy crust on it, and it'll help seal in the juices. When you're using just the grill grates, it is leaving areas open on the meat. So some of those juices can't come out. But I so would try I, it first, sear it first in a cast iron, and then finish it on the grill? Yep. I mean, you can put your cast iron pan on your grill and just heat uh -huh. it up that way. So that way you're not even having to worry about doing anything inside the house because when you're searing those steaks especially ribeyes they have a lot of fat in them which yes. helps lend itself to the moisture and the flavor but it will create a little bit more smoke inside your house 
So if you already got the grill going outside, you can keep your vegetables over on one side, and then you can have your steak cooking on high heat on the other. Very good. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No, thank you. Thank you for your call, Keith. That makes perfect sense. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Maybe that's why I go to restaurants instead of cooking. All right, Richard in Atlanta, you're on WSB. How are you today? Richard? Yeah, how are you, buddy? I want to know his address of the restaurant. We are located at 4365 Roswell Road. Just a minute, just a minute. I'm driving four. Oh, that's not good, Richard. 4365. Roswell Road. And what hours are you open? We are open Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh-huh. Monday is your rest day? Partial rest day. We still go in and load the smoker Monday nights and take care of any of our uh, extra prep that we want to try to get uh, ready for the week. Well, I love barbecue. I'm in the restaurant business also, but I don't do barbecue, but I will come see you maybe this evening. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'll be heading there as soon as we get off the air. (laughs) All right, Richard. Drive safe, safe, sweetheart. All right. We've... uh, we need to take care of a few more on the phone line, Chef Drew. Uh, Trent and McDonough, you're on WSB with Chef Drew. How are you? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Good. What's your question? All right. Every time I smoke a chicken or either I do something like a beer can chicken, a whole chicken I'm talking about, I cook it over direct heat, whether it's on my smoker or it's on my Weber kettle, my skin always comes out rubbery. Is there anything I can do to crisp that skin up because the it's just terrible when it comes off rubbery like that. Are you brining your chicken beforehand? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. If you are brining it beforehand, you need to make sure that the skin is completely dry before you put it onto your smoker or your grill. If there's ah. if there's any moisture on the outside of the skin, it's going to keep it from actually crisping up, and it will, like you said, it'll kind of turn it rubbery. Um, you can also take a little trick of a paper towel and separate the skin from the chicken breast itself and dry underneath there or put just a small amount of salt and let that sit for about 15, 20 minutes before you put it on the smoker or on the grill. It'll help pull some of that moisture out of there also. But okay. air Sounds air drying it is your best. So if you want to leave it in the fridge the night before, leave it uncovered. Don't put any of your seasonings or anything on it, but just leave it completely uncovered and the uh, refrigerator itself will actually pull the moisture off of it so you'll get a really good crispy skin next time. Wonderful. Thank you all so much. All right. Thank you for your call, Trent. All right. Man, I'm working you right now. Clark and Jackson, you're on WSB. How are you today? I'm doing well, thanks. What's your question for Chef Drew? All right. Um, well, I'm not a very uh, – I don't grill a lot, but I'm having some friends. We're having to get together later. We're doing uh, like grilled chicken kebabs. We're going to do onions, mushrooms, potatoes, and shrimp on, on like a kebab. And I guess uh, – just some general instruction uh, on uh, the chicken preparation and uh, what would be Chef Drew's opinion on some of that as far as how to cook that. Well, I mean, if you're going to be doing the chicken on the grill, I uh, want to make sure that you, uh, me personally, I would probably use thigh meat instead of the breast meat. Just it's going to lend itself to grilling a little bit better because it's going to have a higher fat content. So you don't have to worry about the possibility of it drying out while you're cooking. Um, But if you do have breasts, you can give them a quick marinade. Just, uh, I mean, honestly, olive oil, lemon juice, um, some herbs that you have floating around. uh, Basil works really well. Thyme, uh, some fresh garlic chopped up. And let that marinate for an hour, hour and a half if you have the time for it. And lower heat on your grill for your kebabs because you don't want to go too high. You'll end up burning the vegetables and the outside of the chicken before the chicken is actually cooked all the way in the center. 
Um, you can kind of cheat if you'd like, have your oven turned on so you can have your hot grill, get some good grill marks on it, then finish everything cool. in the oven if that's a little bit easier. That way you're not having to stand over the grill for the whole time. But you know, if you have a six pack of beer and you want to stand up by the grill, I don't think anybody's ever going to complain about that. Yeah, I mean, as far as you talk about um, the low heat and all, I mean, as far as uh, what kind of heat do I need to? I mean, I, like, yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you, what kind of temperatures and all that I need to look for, for and how long on chicken I mean, Are you using a gas grill or a charcoal grill? It's going to be a gas grill. Gas grill. You want to do about medium heat. You want to set the uh, dial for you know right about in the middle. Um, okay and use that and if you have a thermometer that's going to be the best way for the chicken you want to make sure you get it up to 165 that will cook the protein all the way through and you don't have to worry about any yeah. of it uh, still being raw if you don't have a thermometer just you know use a small knife and kind of you know take one of the pieces from the center of your skewers and just give it a quick cut into it and make sure that you don't see any pink or that you that the juices are running out of it clear okay and uh, one more question i know i'm asking a lot but you're fine uh, as far as shrimp uh what do you what do you season for like a good shrimp just the uh, Shrimp, I really enjoy just a good salt and pepper on them. Um, you can yep. use a little bit of cayenne or you can use some chili flake if you're looking for some spice. Um, citrus, wine, anything with acid always lends itself well to shrimp also. Um, okay. You know, Garlic butter, you can do a little bit of that on the grill. If you have a saute pan that can go on the grill, just melt some butter, a little fresh garlic, toss the shrimp in that. And again, you just want to make sure that those are cooked to about 160, 165, so you know they're cooked all the way through. Yeah. Okay, well, I sure appreciate it. Of course, thank you. Thank you for your call, Clark. And, you know, we've been talking about the entrees on this, but sides are extremely important. Um, and at your restaurant, you have incredible sides. And we have just a couple of minutes left, but you have garlic green beans that normally I shy away from because I don't want to walk away the rest of the day just blowing garlic in everybody's face. But the garlic is so subtle. We use uh, fresh garlic in them, but we also use a garlic salt that we make in-house. So that way you're getting a little bit of the fresh garlic flavor in there, but you're also getting just the garlic salt flavor. Um, you know, we like to make sure that our green beans are green. We you know, buy fresh green beans. We use fresh green beans. Something comes out of a can. Um, we saute those very quickly in a little bit of olive oil. And uh, your black-eyed peas? Black-eyed peas are 100% vegetarian. We top them with crispy bacon at the end, but again, we wanted to have things that were approachable for everybody. Not everybody eats bacon. Not everybody eats meat. Um, we you know, cook those with just our basic mirepoix and a little bit of sage. Well, the theme that I hear coming from you is that we make just about everything in-house and everything, uh, the meat is cooked every day. So it's all about quality, quality, quality with you guys. Yes, it is. And, folks, we want you to, to check them out, uh, 521 Kitchen and Q, and the, addre the actual address is 4365 Roswell Road, Atlanta, 30342. We are just outside of Chastain Park. Inside the perimeter. Inside the perimeter. Inside the perimeter. So, folks, a great new restaurant, very clean, very uh, has kind of a modern feel to it. You actually eat on real uh, chinaware. So it, it's a nice change from some of the other uh, barbecue restaurants in the area. Give them a try. Thank you, Chef Drew and Roma, for being in the studio today. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Coming up next, Breaking Chews. Stay tuned. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Atlanta Living. It's my favorite part of the show, Breaking Chews. 
our weekly check-in on all the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, and festivals. I'm here with our foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website BitesAndSights.net, and also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season Magazine, and of course, BelindaSkelton.com. Mm-hmm. Now, David, please don't tell me you went outside the perimeter. I, I didn't know, know your car would go there. I didn't either, Belinda, but yes, I rarely go, venture outside the perimeter, OTP for you know you Atlantans. So I'm not a fan of the long commutes. I don't like sprawl. And, you know, it takes something special for me to leave my inner, inner city comforts. But having experienced Oak Steakhouse in the Avalon development up there Ooh, in Alpharetta, yeah. I confess, I am completely filled with jealousy that they picked such a far north suburban <laughs> spot to set up shop. So Oak Steakhouse, this is a very handsome, it's a hundred seat, it's a wood floor-to-ceiling space, and it comes from a sister outpost up in Charleston. There's an Oak Steakhouse, and they're cooking up, quite simply, just some of the best steaks Mm. in the city of Atlanta. Um, Executive chef Eric Zizka, his team, uh, they source everything, um, including their certified Angus beef, and they they age it both wet and dry, if that's something you're up for. Um, They've got steak everywhere new york strips kansas city strips ribeyes fillets and this is not just a suburban neighborhood steakhouse this goes toe-to-toe with the top dogs inside the perimeter i'm telling you the steaks are that good um ziska stays on point with a lot of his other comfort food classics uh grassroots farms georgia roasted chicken they do a colorado rack of lamb they do a 14 ounce bone in pork chop and then the oak burger this is a colossus that i had it's made with strip filet and brisket it's served with benton's bacon it's on a brioche bun this is serious consideration for best burger in the city i would say um and the thing i like most is that it's a very casual atmosphere you know i called to actually check on the dress code and they said look just no tank tops (laughs) Um, You're like, I'm good. But don't worry. <laughs> this is in a very Tony. Avalon is a Tony kind of neighborhood. You'll be dressing smart with a lot of other people. But it's got a very relaxed atmosphere. And um, it, definitely check out the Sunday brunch. Grilled uh, cheese, lobster, lobster grilled cheese. They do shrimp and grits, Belgian waffles. Score another one for the Burbs, uh, Belinda. Oak Steakhouse. It's all on your website. Excellent. So go check it out, BelindaSkelton.com. And we can check out DavidBitesAndSights.net through the week. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.